Paul Pierce definitely pooped his pants. <laughs> Kawhi, you know, Kawhi being a Scientologist, I've never even heard that one, and I'm going to be up to like 2 in the morning Googling that tonight. I love that M- MJ is Jimmy Butler's dad is incredible. Just like, I mean, it gets racist when people are just going, like, when white dudes are just putting, you know, two black people's face, like, hey, they look alike. It's like, well, that's not the story. That's not the theory. Y'all got to get it together. I'm getting better and better. Because once I get started, it ain't no stopping stacking this broccoli cheddar. Welcome to the play-in edition of Out of Pocket, presented by Taste of Chicago. And this was a memorable night. The Lakers are officially in the playoffs. Warriors fans are collapsed on the ground. Best of all worlds. And this this tonight is about to be fun. Comments are already flying in. And uh, our favorite comment of the night will receive two Lou Malnati's pizzas and two big-ass Carol's cookies. So bring your best stuff in the chat. Slander the Warriors. Slander me. Say all your mean things. Get your issues off. We're here for it. Uh, Joe, would you like to bring on our very our very special guest tonight? We got we got Zach, a good one. Zach, before I do it, thank you to the people at Lou Malnati's for the bag to allow us to get get these vocals off. Before we bring our guest, he's a legend. But before we do that, Warriors Nation, I got something I need to say to you guys. Get off my chest. Mm. I told you there was a reality pill for you, and it was going to be hard to swallow. Now, you were talking shit all the last 10, 12, 13 days. Oh, you're fat. Oh, this. Oh, Ooh, look at us. We're the AC. Let's throw a parade in the bay. Which is the church league team. You have Steph Curry. Playing at an MVP level. You have Draymond Green, a former defensive player of the year. You got Andrew Wiggins, number one overall pick. Not a bust like Kwame. And that's a church league team. Stop making excuses. You guys had 10 months off. You're losers. Just hold the L. When Clay comes back, say thank you. Now you finally be respectable again. KD's not coming back. No KD, go cry. No KD, go cry. A red, red pill for the. <laughs> no KD, go cry. But now we got to bring our guest in, fellow Lakers fan, legend, one of the best creators in the game. You've seen his work on House of Highlights, Bleacher Report, The Checkdown, Jimmy Fallon. He's getting bags from everywhere. He's doing mm. stuff for Nike now. He's looking to change the game with his new creative sports studio. It's called Follow Through LA. Yes, sir. He'll host with new Twitch oh, series, Wake Up Basketball. Let's get it on. Let's get out of pocket with CJ Paladino, the legend. We are here. What We're is back. up, guys? What do those tears taste like? What do Warriors? Oh my God! What does that taste like? <laughs> First of all, there is no two better fools that I'd want to spend the talking shit war room than right now. Zach yes, and Josiah, sir. Laker Nation. Yes, I grew up in Pennsylvania, but I've lived here for enough years. Follow the Braun everywhere you got. Like we do not bet against the King. Proven right there. The the ultimate. I don't know if you can swear in this. The La Fu three. Maybe one of the greatest ones you've ever seen. Blind, daredevil style, fade away. <laughs> beautiful, beautiful. Oh, DJ, that. Go I got to ask you the question we ask every guest before moments yeah. like this. Now, you know, Warriors Nation, they were hating. They were in their feelings. The sensitive, most sensitive fan base I think I've ever seen in the history of humanity. When you make a basketball opinion or comment, all they can respond with is fat jokes or you're ugly. Or and it's like, we're talking basketball. Here's NBA Twitter. At the end of the day, it's just NBA Twitter, guys. But CJ, I got to ask you, Lakers in? Ah, you know what? I would say, whew, I would say three if it was possible. But I'm gonna say in five, in five. <laughs> five reasonable. Zach, what you got? 
Uh, I'm going five. I was, I bro, I was going to say seven off that first half tonight, and then LeBron reminds us that he's still every bit the LeBron James we know and love. Seeing the uh, bro, I was ready to tweet out like how much Los Lobos did LeBron have at the club with Drake on Monday? Like I was so down bad, and then he shows up and he's just cooking in that second half. So I'm going five. Stay five. Still five. Yeah. What about you, Jim? I mean, range of emotions, five, six. It doesn't really make a difference to me. But, uh, you know, oh, God, it just feels so good. It's just bad boy, bad boy. You make me feel so good. Lakers out here getting it. LeBron James, and the thing is, they treat LeBron like, you know, it's year 18. He's 36 years old. He's played more minutes than anybody you could think of. The man should be washed. The man should be literally on his NBA deathbed, literally laying it down somewhere, averaging eight points a game. <laughs> Steph, Steph and the Warriors, duck fades all last season. Let's just call it what it was. You know, they didn't have the elite roster that they had hoped for, so they just duck fades. Literally 10-month break. Everyone else had to go to the bubble. I don't know what they were doing. It was not playing basketball. Meanwhile, their fan base, AAU, Mickey Mouse Invitational, A Disney, La Mickey. But you didn't make the you didn't even make this. You didn't even make the bubble. And you had shit to say. But the, that's just how does that work? See, Dad. I mean, for real, you, I mean, you deal you deal in comedy. Is that the most absurd? Like, I mean, we're both comedians, we're both funny guys, but that's like there's no level of comedy to that thought process. No, I mean you I, okay, talk you could talk shit while you have Steph Curry, but you have that privilege for now as we both, we all three know that is a future Laker right there. Oh, it's going to be great. That is a future Laker right there. And also, I just want to go back and say, this was LeBron's feeler out game. And he had, it was a feeler out first quarter. He fixed it. I got to change my prediction. Lakers in four against the Suns. That's it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Lakers and far. Yeah, I made this a long time ago. CJ, you try to connect me with your guy. I almost got this made in time. <laughs> I really wanted to wear it on the show and hold it up, but sadly, not this year. It'll come. I'll come back. We I'll will, get it. Yeah, we'll, we'll find a done. Filipino. I I got eighteen <laughs> Filipinos in my phone that have a printer that will print out Nike jerseys for you. Shout out to all my people. You dream it, they'll make it. All right, God bless. I appreciate it. We'll so pressure both. Both you gentlemen, LeBron James, obviously Draymond with the flagrant that wasn't a flagrant. They started to say he went straight up when he literally swiped down, hit hit the goat in the face. Off GP, LeBron owns that. But uh, got to ask you guys, we saw LeBron come up, you know, come up late. You know, he, he doesn't have that dog in him, allegedly, according to NBA Twitter, some 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 least respected, you know, areas of it. But who's more clutch, Steph or LeBron? Hmm. LeBron, I mean, that's yeah, easy. Yeah, I got to go LeBron. That was ridiculous, dude. He it was shot decided, that yeah. He shot that shit from the Staples Center logo. That's a that's a playoff game, playoff atmosphere, in in dying crunch time. And like, I don't, well, I don't want to get too much into this, but if Jr. makes that same pass out to Braun, he probably ices that game too. Like, you know what I mean? So you know, KCP makes the right pass. LeBron from the Staples Center logo, delicious. So yeah, I'm going from. What about you, CJ? Yeah, that was decided 2016 Game 7. I mean, we saw those last five <laughs> minutes. That's all you need. I mean, Steph is incredible, like we said, mm. but, like, he's had a squad around him. Like, I will always go back. We got to look back at some of these LeBron Finals teams and what he's done in these clutch moments to just claw back Celtics series in 2018. Like, there, there was just some – he's had to be clutch, and he's got his teams there. Steph has had it kind of good. I mean, he's incredible. He's a, a big reason why that team has had that dynasty. But, like, 2016, I think, was the true test. And we saw it right there, and it was very, very close. And LeBron came out on top. 
So here's my, I mean, the question I want to ask you guys is dealing with this topic. Obviously, it's LeBron for me, you know, I mean, just, you know, countless times, you know, four finals MVP, CJ, to your point, 73-win Warriors team, 3-1 on the verge of elimination. You know, they're, they're questioning LeBron's manhood. They're making jokes. Clay's clowning even. Clay doesn't really get into that. But, you know, it's a man's league. And then that man proceeded to run off three straight on arguably the greatest team in NBA history, sent that franchise into total, total turmoil. <laughs> Draymond Green allegedly may or may not have been in the parking lot calling KD, begging him to come join that 73-win team. And, yes, yeah. you did. The KD era was very, very fruitful for you guys. You did win two championships. Oh, yeah. But the most important thing, you know, I just want to know, if, if LeBron James had Steph's exact same stat line to the to the T on that Warriors roster and they finished with the A seed, would NBA Twitter be celebrating LeBron James? No. And not even close. Yeah. They would be slandering him and thinking, and it, and this, like, I really think what Steph is doing is crazy. And I think as, as well as he's playing is it, it's awesome, but it's, it's Jokic's MVP. I just, because you don't enjoy what Jokic is doing, appreciate it. Nonetheless, like just because you'd rather watch Steph chuck up half court shots, doesn't mean what Jokic is doing is any less impressive. But yeah, to your original question, Joe, they'd be slandering the shit out of LeBron. Mercilessly. CJ, but- what do you think? Yeah, I mean the the Jokic. It, I I agree with you, Jokic. But everyone, it's narrative. It's always like mm-hmm. Steph is a marquee player. It's a better story. They've somehow will, will craft this story. You know, AAC like they shouldn't have been in it, but like Steph is clawed back by himself, and it's just like, yeah, but get a better seed with Steph. Then I, I don't know. You, I think you got to have <laughs> a winning element to be considered the most va- like. How are you the most valuable player, but your team doesn't have much value in the West, you know? It's it's a wild time, CJ. There's just questions I can't – because as LeBron fans, we expect greatness, right? We don't – AC, 7C, we're not talking about it. This was a – you know, this was the Warriors fan Super Bowl. This was literally just a tune-up game for us. We just wanted to make it competitive. Schroeder go out and miss some shots. Let Keep it competitive. Let's get Warriors fans really feeling like they can do it. Let them start jibber-jabbering all first, second, third quarter, and then give them those hands. Mm-hmm. Caruso, Curry Russo. I just want to shout out West Coast for dropping that great comment in there. Braun, Steph, and Palenka having lunch at Nobu tomorrow to discuss his contract. You are absolutely right, my guy. I cannot wait. So, uh, and also, yeah, I mean, like the people we we shouldn't even be allowed to say seventh seed Lakers team. Like that is the most inaccurate, you know, fact out there right now because they played more than half this season without LeBron and AD, who mm. are this Lakers team. So, like. We got an active roster of everyone we need. This is a one-seed Lakers team, in my opinion. Last question for you guys. There's been some debate in the NBA Twitter sphere about finals MVPs. It seems like these always come up. You know, We ask questions like, you know, retweet if your favorite player has a finals MVP. Some fan bases get in their feelings. Naturally, they can't argue basketball, so it's, oh, you're fat. Uh, uh, that's, that's, oh, I don't have anything to say with the basketball take. This is NBA Twitter. We talk basketball. We're not talking about weight loss and fitness and health and wellness. <laughs> He's literally just <laughs> so I want to ask you guys, we know we know Black Lives Matter to some, not to the police, of course, but <laughs> do finals MVPs matter? Hell yeah. Hell yeah, they do. Any GOAT in my book should have one. You know, MJ, yeah, has one. Kobe, yeah, has one. Braun has one. But yeah, that, that's what we're measuring greatness on, so... CJ, what, what do you got for him? Yeah, you measure greatness by being able to close a game, close a series, do what <laughs> like every NBA team, every NBA player plays to win, and that's the ultimate prize. And if you were the reason why your your team reached that those four games and to win in the finals, like 
that's a huge accomplishment. Like when we talk, we, we still debate every year. Does the regular season matter? And it will we'll never decide. The playing games are helping decide that a little bit. But finals MVP, it matters. Like if you show up and you win it for them, you deserve a trophy to hoist up along with your Larry O'Brien for sure. Mm-hmm. What confuses me about the whole discussion and debate is that if somebody gets a unanimous MVP in the regular season, there, there was no issue with the media. The media was fine then. Now that same media doesn't even give this person a vote. You know, 2015 yeah. final, yeah. 2016, 2017, 2018. You know, it's at what point, and now we're devaluing finals MVPs. This is like the pinnacle. Like, I'd much rather have a finals MVP than a regular season MVP. And I think anybody who actually understands basketball, some might not. Now, if you just became a fan around 2014 and you live in Northern California and you're not really, you know, understanding the rules and things like that you might think differently but you know lakers made steph and the warriors hold these hands warriors fans would have been talking big shit if, if they had won the game so now just just be adults about it obviously you guys hide you play victim you know when it's convenient hey do we do we pour one out for skip bayless who's probably standing on his roof smoking a cigarette looking into the abyss right now knowing how great lebron is and that he's to put on this fucking facade tomorrow and pretend that LeBron sucks and yada yada like oh and I cannot LeBron is 36 that. did you guys not see Supreme Dreams video he's 36 and he's washed <laughs> look, at what he, look at the top of his head and talk to me I saw that video I saw the meme used first on your page Josiah that's for sure uh, you know Joe <laughs> I said I, I, I kind of tipped my hand on this already but on Monday LeBron was prepping for tonight's big game with legendary baller Michael B- Michael Jordan. I'm sorry, it was, it's Michael B. Jordan, uh, along with Drake. They were out drinking, partying. I was upset because I felt maybe there's a little bit of Los Lobos still in the blood. That's LeBron's new tequila line, if you don't know. I've looked, I, bro, I've zoomed in on the photo so many times trying to see what's in the cup because <laughs> I was so curious what color alcohol is in that cup. It ain't water it, or Kool-Aid. We already know. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter because the man had a triple-double tonight, right? Like, it doesn't matter. Um, but I, I got to ask, who would be the best celebrity to party with? Best celeb to party with, fellas. Ooh, I mean, probably in his heyday, Dennis Rodman. I think Dennis. But, you know, like, Dennis's parties would be too turned up. And I have my limit around 2.30, a.m. I'm, I'm in shutdown mode. I'm, I'm a California guy. I just want to hit some rec- now recreational. Back then it was not, but you yeah. know, hit, hit some greenery, chill out, watch a movie, whatever, eat some yeah. pizza, call it a night. But I think Dennis Rodman, like the guy, literally left during the season to go on a bender. <laughs> like, yo, I need to dip. I need to go on a bender to get to rejuvenate on a on a championship level basketball team. So that's a thing a dude I would want to turn up with. Yeah, I think for me, uh, maybe talking about my age right now, it'd be especially Adam Sandler right now. We'll go hoop probably go eat, drink some beers, maybe even Snoop. Like just seeing all these Snoop commercials now and seeing him everywhere still. I just looked up. He's about to turn 50. Like the guy hasn't changed since the 90s. Only like got more exquisite. And that only made him like, it's just incredible. So I'm like, that's a whole experience. That's just like not a night. Like if you get to hang over at Snoop's crib or hang out with Adam Sandler, like you're having some laughs and and, and hooping in polos. Those are the guys I want to hang out with. Mine, it got dropped in the comments a few times. It was DiCaprio. And because it got dropped in the comments, I'm going to go with my weirdo one. All right, you ready? This is out of left field. Shout out my boy Jordan dropping Margot Robbie. (laughs) I'm going to go with Jimmy Goldstein. You know, the weirdo that looks like a crocodile at all the games. Legend, first of all. Two, that man has seen some things in his time doing parties. If you don't know, he also owns 
in, in Big Lebowski, the like kind of villain house that they, they take into. That's Jimmy Goldstein's actual home. Uh, that's the guy that I'd love to party with because I just I, think you see the weirdest shit. I've partied at Jimmy Goldstein's house for a company <laughs> party a few years ago, but this is how nuts it was. And I know it's a basketball po- podcast or, or show, but like we partied in this one giant, uh, what I thought was a house. And then at the end of the night, I was like, man, this place is crazy. He goes, this is just his living room. There was a whole nother, his, his living room is a mansion. It was insane. The other rest of the house was blocked off. God damn. I, I, I know. Not, I've, I've always wanted up. to get in there. I've not turned up with them. Uh, Shout out to legend Michael Starberry joining the building. Starberry, I know it's late out there, but you you love slander just as much as the rest of us. <laughs> yeah, Warrior, I know you want to see me in prime peak form. I appreciate you kicking yeah. it with, with anybody back in those days. Like my pop said, Will Chamberlain used to have a club back in the day. Like he literally had a club, and like that's where everybody would go turn up at. Yeah. So you know, you know those dudes were doing all types of drugs, literally not using any rubbers. Will Chamberlain just twenty <laughs> k dick, all bareback, straight raw dog, Mahami. Shout out to the man for getting through. <laughs> Weathering the storm, but uh, oh, holy shit! Uh, I, I want to keep. I'm gonna keep moving. Uh, I want to ask you fellas, what is the highest seeded team you'd bet the house on not winning a title this year? So what? Like, who's the best team that you're saying you'd bet everything on? They're not doing it. How high up are you gonna go? Sixers. I mean, that's. I mean, yeah. if, if you're not the Lakers, literally, you can pick just put a put a team in a hat. Like if it's not the Lakers, like Sixers, we could go uh, Jazz. It doesn't, you know, really don't matter. Oh, bro, I don't think the Nets. I mean, yeah, yeah. I, I think I, I don't think the Nets are doing it. I don't think the the Nuggets certainly are doing it. Let's see. I don't think. Ah, uh, bro, I just is anyone here believing Utah? Like, do, is someone going to no. step up and be like, yeah, they're getting it done this year? No, only if you're trying to marry like 15 people. That's the only thing I believe in Utah. <laughs> yeah, what's the playing tournament for that to get in a polygamous marriage? I'm on the ninth seed for that wife's list. The Utah, the Utah Soakers. The Utah Soakers. Yeah, you gotta play against Greta. Well, let's, let's keep this thing moving and shaking. You know, now it's right now. I'd like to bring you tonight's Taste of Chicago segment. Mm. CJ, if you didn't know, we're getting a bag from Taste of Chicago. I got some ribs, got got the little harp shaped cookie. I'm going to devour all that. I'm about to be hey, heavier. I, I want to say they really dropped the bag for me. Shout out to the good friends at Taste of Chicago. I told them that I wanted some glizzies. I got a big thing of glizzies. Uh, you know, all the glizzies I could desire. They sent me a cheesecake, Josiah. They sent me a Lou Malnati's pizza, and they sent me some ribs. Go to their website, support, help us support them. They support us, so please pay it back to them if you enjoyed the show. They got barbecue. They got some lobster tails. They got steaks. I mean, do, do they have lobster tails and steaks, Zach? Because I put that order in about a month ago. I've checked, I've checked my mailbox every single day waiting for my horseradish and blue cheese-encrusted fillets, my lobster tails, my Reese's peanut butter pizza. I'm wait, I know the order because <laughs> well, I, I used to be fat. I just want you to know how funny the image is of you like seeing the mailman pull up and drive away, you sprinting out to the mailbox to see if it's there. Every, and it's- every time Lou Malnati shows up, I run outside, I have my special <laughs> knife to cut it, my serrated knife to open the box. <laughs> God, I ate my, my wife and I did eat a heart-shaped chocolate fudge cake for Valentine's Day this past. It was one of the uh Best moments of pandemic. So shout out yeah. Chase of Chicago. Love from it. there, big Lumati's fan. Uh, hey, yeah, love it. 
right, all right, all right. So this segment is called uh, uh, Deep Dishing or uh, Dishing Too Deep. Sorry. NBA Commissioner Adam Silver is a mastermind for concocting this plan match between the Warriors and the Lakers. I mean, were you fellas not entertained tonight? Think about it. Nobody cared about Spurs and Grizzlies. ESPN didn't even include the Spurs on their graphic. And if you're going to promote your new idea, you want to display the absolute best, right? You don't go on your first date with your third best outfit. God, shout out to Jerry. Really, this is fantastic. Uh, so, yes, everything played right into the masked man's hands. Adam Silver made this happen. Sorry, Braun. Doesn't look like the guy who came up with this is getting fired anytime soon. He's going to get praise and a raise on this one, and that is deep dishing. So, speak of new things, I ask, what is an NBA conspiracy theory you gentlemen believe in? CJ, would you like to go first? Uh, I might need a second. Come back to me. Come back to me. Uh, a conspiracy theory I believe in is uh, involves Jello Ball, and I feel that the NBA has conspired <laughs> to keep Jello Ball out of the league, to keep a light-skinned quota, and to keep LeVar Ball down, to keep him from getting the last Infinity Stone, to become light-skinned Thanos, and take over the game. But <laughs> this is, dude. I saw this graphic the other night, and I screenshot it because I wanted to make TikToks about this. Paul Pierce definitely pooped his pants. Kawhi, you know, Kawhi being a Scientologist, I've never even heard that one. And I'm going to be up to like 2 in the morning Googling that tonight. These are incredible. I love that MJ is Jimmy Butler's dad is incredible. Just like, I mean, it gets racist when people are just going, like, when white dudes are just putting, you know, two black people's faces like, hey, they look alike. It's like, well, that's not the story. That's not the theory. Um, But that's exposed a lot of people I know. But that was always a, a fun one. And obviously... Um, I like the one theory that LeBron moved to LA to get into movies. I don't know if that's a conspiracy theory, but it was yeah. true, but also plus win championships. So Oscar, if you've won an Oscar in a championship, because I know I know LeBron's gonna deliver his lines with angst. I know he's gonna deliver them. I know he's gonna give us a supreme performance. It's gonna be better than Jordan. Oh, for sure. It's going to be better than Jordan. It's going to be better than Space Jam. And then Jordan's going to, oh, no, now we're doing Space Jam 3, the last Space Jam. (laughs) The return. Sends out the facts. I'm back. MJ literally was so sensitive that when LeBron beat the Warriors in 2016, he said, I need a 10-part propaganda piece. I need full control over it. I need you to do everybody else's interview before mine so I can see what they said, so I can know how to respond. And people had no problem with that. None. That was that, bro. I've never looked at the last dance in that way, but it was definitely state run propaganda for Michael yeah. Jordan to hold on to his GOAT title, right? MJ, MJ can we tell the story? No, tell it yeah. like this. This is what really happened. God, must be nice, huh? I don't, bro. I don't know what mine was. I just saw on there one that said David Stern <laughs> moved the Sonics out of Seattle to spite his ex wife. And as a Seattle kid, I've read every conspiracy about it and not heard that one. So that is, I'll be getting super high tonight and reading all of those theories. Thank you to whoever put that on there. So God can bless. I, can I just shout out someone's comment that Luke Kennard is uh, Steve Kerr's son? I never heard that one, but I love it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, that's fantastic. Do we think Warriors fans are somewhere crying right now? What are they doing? Are they composing fat jokes? Are they trying to find... The weird thing for me, and I'm sorry to divert off this, but when I think about Warriors fans, is like Warriors fans, you're gonna poke the bear of the guy who knows memes and NBA Twitter better than anybody. It's like, what do we, what do you, what do you think you're doing? Foolish. What were you gonna accomplish with that? Uh, how's that reality pair now? I don't know, because when the Grizzlies beat you, guess what? We'll be back Friday. And if you thought tonight was bad, 
We're just applying pressure. We're just applying pressure right now. <laughs> We're just building. It's all just building to that. Oh, God, that's going to be fantastic as well. I, I do want to – Shift it and ask. I know, I know where we're going. I know where we're going. I know. And Joe, you, Joe, you can just co- you just cover your mouth. If there's a bit you know you can't weigh in because I know you're dangerously close to some of this situation. But for the last three days, Kwame Brown, the 2001 number one overall NBA draft pick, has been the number one trend on Twitter. Uh, first of all, before we get into this, I just want to say what Jason said is Kwame Brown has <laughs> unlimited data and too much free time. Most dangerous type of dude to be with. Be with so fucking accurate. Joe, what are your thoughts on Kwame, the return of Kwame? Uh, you know, look, you know, me and Matt played at UCLA together. Matt's a great friend of mine. Matt's a real one. I mean, I think I've told you guys stories of things in situations I've seen Matt in where it was like, okay, literally my first day on campus, like, okay, Matt's a real one. Uh, I'm not, I'm not going to trifle with that human being. But they just met a bigger fish. Kwame 6'11". He's, he's honestly taking all those MJ jokes to heart. When you hear the story about how MJ didn't even want him, imagine it reminds me kind of Wiggins. Like you, you walk around with that chip on your shoulder for the rest of your career, the butt of jokes. Watching the video, Matt Stagg did did take a shot at him. Now it wasn't it wasn't a big deal. You know, they're on the show, they got Genie Bus, they're gonna they're gonna clown. But Kwame has been really and it, you can just see that the emotion and the anger in his heart, you know, it's really it's really elevated. And you know, light skin is we, we, we were down bad when this first started. I'm not gonna lie. Matt, you know, Matt Matt had to do the, the the appearance on the jump. It was more corporate, couldn't really share his feelings. And that's the ESPN bag, so I'll never knock a man for getting his baggage. But uh, Matt released the IG TV today, you know, pointing out that he was down to box. And, and do I think Matt will beat Kwame in a fight? I don't know, but I would love to see them box. I would love to be on Triller, have Snoop called it. Would love to have Wave promote it like we've done previously <laughs> for some of the greatest fights known to man. And, uh, but it hurt because I'm a big fan of, of Stack and Matt. And to see two people that you really respect, and Kwame Brown, I heard he's a MAGA guy. So even to see people on the side of a straight MAGA dude, Zach, you saw him in the DC shirt. No, no respectable black dude. No, 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 you know, turn the party blue black dude is wearing that, you know. And I, was, I, got that, I got that off in like 2003. I'm not going to lie, but it's 2021 now. We're not doing that anymore. <laughs> yeah. Times yeah. have God damn. CJ, what do you think about all this? You're very Man. quiet. So if you, yeah, if you... no. I was very, I was vocal. I loved it. You know, it looked, it started off as every other story of a, of a fun, like sort of name, uh, NBA play, like joke name almost, uh, or a bust. And I, I got some jokes. I talked to an NBA player myself, uh, the other day and he goes, that's fine. Get your jokes off. But us NBA players, like though he'll come find us. Like, so I'm going to say nothing about it. And so it got really serious. And then we talked about some of the mental health stuff and like, absolutely. Yes. But did I get a few jokes off? Yes, because Kwame's not going to come find me. Uh, oh. So I know my place. That guy is hurting. He's now getting back and he's getting some attention. So shout out to him. I hope it doesn't get dangerous. I love the idea of boxing. Um, but yeah, I honestly, I was looking at the whole situation like this samurai. I didn't know he was MAGA. That that sucks. Mm. But uh, but I, yeah, it was like a, I tweeted a thing like, it's kind of like Kill Bill. Like he's had a list and it, it's at all those players and, and coaches and uh, it all leads up to number one, and it's Michael Jordan who drafted him at number one <laughs> and didn't yeah. set him up for success. And he's just yeah. checking off people one by one. He's going to go and get Bill, a.k.a. MJ. So, yeah, where's um, MJ yeah. at? MJ does not want Kwame's fade. You notice MJ's been super quiet about this whole shit. I want to see Kwame fight MJ. Redemption. <laughs> yeah. Fist fight, no holds barred. 
you guys keep say, you guys keep saying his name. If you go into your high school gym and shut off all the lights in the bathroom and say Kwame Brown three times into the mirror, he will appear <laughs> and he will fuck you up. All right, like I I will not say his name more than once in, in a sentence. Um, I don't know what's going on with the dude. You know, I hope all, all everything's all good. Yeah, dude, I had the exact same thought with the Billy Madison thing. I, you know, you just kind of hope for the best with all this stuff, and that that it, yeah, like a Triller fight. Yeah, let Matt Barnes get the bag off the Triller fight, and oh my god, that would be so much more entertaining than watching Bryce Hall go fight some weirdo YouTube guy. But I, I don't know. I, I do want to say in Matt's response to Kwame, he took up for Stephen A. Smith and he said he was 60 years old. Well, we did a fact check. Stephen A. Smith is uh, sorry. He said Stephen A. was 60 years old. We did a fact check. Stephen A. is 53. What is the oldest that someone thought you were? I have a uh, baby face, so I'm great looking, Zach. So I still look like I'm 24. Mm-hmm. Even with the gray hairs, and, and people look at the gray hairs, they try to climb. That's just a lot of stress from getting these bags. Getting all these bags is stressful, guys. <laughs> Making yeah. all these invoices, it gets confusing. Putting the numbers oh. incorrectly, <laughs> going to the bank, buying things, having to pick between expensive things you want to buy, Gucci flip-flops, or do I want some J's? <laughs> these, honestly, these decisions will wear on you once you get to that level, but <laughs> I don't even know. All this I thought I was. Um, I guess when I was like 16, I went to a tournament in Vegas, and my best friend's mom took me to the casino and let me play blackjack. And I think they thought I was older, but I had a baby face then, but I think they just wanted my money and, and it was like a lower tier casino. So they didn't give a yeah. shit, but I ended up winning like 80 bucks. But I think that was, you know, I got, I got, I got to sneak it in there. CJ, what about you? Yeah. I mean, for me, it goes the other way. The oldest people, uh, people think I am is like 26 because they're like, what do you do for a living? I'm like, Oh, I make uh, NBA memes. And they're like, okay, that's not a real <laughs> job. You can't be, you know, so you're an intern. I'm like, no, I, I'm about to buy a house off this shit. Yeah. So. <laughs> Tell them. Real shit. People will comment on my tweets sometimes. Like, you're a grown man. Like, I had somebody comment. I made a Steph tweet back in January. And they're like, what is this guy doing talking about basketball all the time? And it's like getting paid. Like, do you think this is like I'm doing this for fun? I'm on Twitter like you guys are. No, this is a job, dog. Like, I'm making yeah. bread. Like, yeah. yeah. Some some people make millions. Some people make memes. Some people make millions off making memes. Yeah. Like, it's it's art, guys. You can even keep calling it, you know, just a waste of time. But like, you know, I, I like we said early in the show, we're getting bags on it. It's entertainment. You know, go ahead, Joe. You, you finish your thought, Zach. Well, I was going to say, do people not realize like the NFT stuff is all leading towards Joe, me, you all getting chipped up off of memes that we make, like that I can get compensated for how viral some dumb thing I put together is like that's coming. We will get there. What were you we're, we're, we're artists. We're all those things. I was going to say the J. Cole, the J. Cole line I dropped was a great segue to our, yeah. our final segment of the show. Facts or cap. Now, mm-hmm. CJ, we're going to give you five things, five statements going on in the world. You're going to tell us is, is it facts or cap. So, right. Zach, if you want to get this man ready. Okay. <clears throat> yeah, here we go. First, as we know, J. Cole is playing pro ball in Rwanda. So, fact or cap, J. Cole will score more than 15 points in a game at least once. I'm going to go cap, guys. I mean, <laughs> it's a big leap between 3 and 15. We all know. I mean, yeah, I, I don't know. We haven't seen a highlight longer than three seconds, you know? if that Like, that was the biggest highlight we saw was a little block, which, and again, no discredit to him. He's 30. He's 36, like Supreme said, but we could say it about J. Cole. Mm-hmm. Dude, is, dude is out there. He's on a squad. Shout out to him, but he's not scoring 15 in a professional basketball game 
Yeah. Joe, what do you thought? 15 or more from J. Cole? No. Ever? No. The offseason. African dudes are hungry, dog. Africans are trying to get to a you see the little kid video with no shoes. Africans are trying to get to America. They're trying to get to the big league. They're looking at J. Cole like lunch. Listen, I really respect what he's doing. It is not easy to go put it all on the line to go do this, but it's his marketing. He just dropped an album. Do you do, do people like do people not see when you're running all these things? He dropped an album. That's why he's doing this. This is just promo. Good for you though. Like if he if someone's gonna let you go hoop and that's your dream, go do both. But this is just promo for an album. So second, the Knicks are back. We know this kid. We know this. Kid Mero was on uh Kid Mero was on the show and let us know. So fact cap, the Knicks over the Hawks in five. No. That's fact. Ooh. Sorry. I gotta ride with them for at least this these early rounds. I like them. I like them. I'm, I'm I got the energy off all my New York friends. But yeah, I mean that's really all it is. That's that's what my basis on my decision is. But yeah, go Joe. Out of respect for Trey's dad, Rayford Young, legend. If you haven't <laughs> seen it, I like Texas Tech. I know me and Rayford have been friends for a while. Then I was like, oh wait, you hooped at Texas Tech, pulled up the highlights, he gave Kansas like 40, but looks like a Trey with the you see Trey shot, you see a guy from his pop. So I can never, and he's a clutch, you know, clutch family. I can never turn my back on clutch. Waited for the bag. If and I'm playing a clutch, no, if you guys don't get the bag to me soon, you're in trouble. Okay. Because I'm I'm literally bag dependent on my loyalty. Others are throwing bags at me. Others in the GOAT discussion have bags for me. I've been holding <laughs> out on the clutch bag. I'm just giving you this a final warning because you don't want to see me on the other side. Hey, CAA and the Knicks are going to make the Knicks very, very good down the line. I think they beat this Hawks team. I love what Trey did. I also don't really know how many other dudes on this Hawks team want to be in the playoffs other than Trey. Like, I think for Trey, this was great for the Trey business because, hey, as someone who owns a lot, who's had a lot of Trey stock, this is great for me and for Trey. But I think a lot of those dudes are like, yeah, get, let's get to the offseason. Next year is kind of a better year, retool, rebuild, whatever. But uh, third, all right. Uh, I, I think we're good to go on this one unless they believe really quick before. All right. Okay. Third, we already talked about the Matt Barnes, Coleman Brown beef, but factor cap, this feud ends in a handshake. No one throws hands. Factor cap. They're not going to fight. These guys are making bread now. Bring Kwame on the show, split the revenue, get some bread. This is the thing. Like, you know, people say all this shit, but Matt's already, you know, been in situations like that. He's not, he's got a family now. He's not trying to do all that. Yeah. Kwame, you like to hope it's smarter than to, you know, talk all this shit, but not really try to get into it. Let work it out like gentlemen, but get a bag. Don't don't get a bag for the other man. Get a bag for the brother, man. Okay, mm. split it three ways. And Kwame, I love Kwame's now running his numbers up. So Kwame's becoming addicted to social, and you're seeing it happen in real time. It's because it's like a drug where you get those thousands and thousands of followers in. It's like, shit, I'm going to make another video. I'm about to make another one. Who else says some shit about me? Charlemagne, who, who's on? Search my name. See who's talking about me. But I understand that feeling. He's going to try to get to 100K. So he's about the he's in the, the midst of a major glow up, and you know I'm happy to see it. Yeah, fact on the handshake, and and I hope that too. Like uh, Matt Barnes was saying on the jump the other day, you know there, we have these are players, you know the beef is there, but like we're everyone's grown, they got kids, everyone's got jobs and stuff. Good for Kwame for finding an audience. Hopefully he turns it in a way to you know keep entertaining those people. But uh, I hope it ends in a handshake, and I think it will. Turn the f up. Well. You know, before we close out the show, we have to give our takes on some lifestyle choices in this version of something we call tripping or dripping CJ. First, we've got Russell Westbrook pulling up to the playing game, looking like Sons of Anarchy, the full leathers. It might have been pleather. I don't know. <laughs> we, uh, Russell Westbrook pregame attire. Was he tripping or was he dripping? 
I think it was dripping, man. I saw that picture and I, I it's like I almost heard glass breaking. I was like, this is <laughs> the game didn't his his performance didn't match up, unfortunately. Uh, but I, I liked it. I love this type of Russ when he looks locked in. But hopefully we can get a game that reflects that outfit. But mm. I liked it dripping. Yeah, I'm going dripping on this one too, just because, bro, I've never worn leather like that. Like, I have no, I'm too big of a coward to pull that off. Very, very cool outfit. Also, like, because he's the guy on that team, it looks fucking awesome. So, it's it's way better than the photographer vest or whatever you want to call it. He's worn before. Number two, Anthony Davis got a new crib. $32 million house. Hmm. Let's look at this thing. That looks kind of funky. What is that? That looks like the. Uh, Bro, I'm, I'm waiting interesting. for this. I'm waiting for the photos of the inside so I can do the TikTok tour of this for uh, Sway. So look forward to it. This is like the Getty Museum or some shit. Yeah, can you? This picture looks like a flat on W the WB lot. Like you, if you turn the corner, there's just stands holding it up. Like go back to yeah. the front of that house there, please. Please the front. You know yeah, what I mean? It yeah. just looks like it's flat. Like you turn around and you just see a bunch of crew guys holding it up. <laughs> it is a gorgeous house. Shout out to him. You worked your ass off to buy that $32 million house. Bro, I just got an apartment. And the fact that he has a 17,000 square foot home and the apartment that I got is so not that amount. Like that is just amazing, especially in LA. I don't even know where that is in Bel Air, Joe. Like I, I've lived in LA a long ass time. I don't even know where you have to get up to in Bel Air that it's that flat and open like that. But good for you, baby. Zach, I was I was once rich, so we we definitely live in that area. I'm familiar. <laughs> you know, Bel Air market, Bel Air foods. You know, you guys, you guys, you guys weren't on the streets for that. The video we store in Bel Air back in the day. We had a video store in Bel Air and like a little mini mall, but it had like literally like eight titles. It was like super compact. But back in the day, we get we get the video games cracking. But uh, you know. I don't know, 32 mil, I'm moving to the San Fernando Valley, getting a bigger lot. Mm. Get some space, guys. Calabasas, move near Drake. This is the place to be. We got everything that L.A. has. It's just a little warmer. Yeah, it's great. Right near the beach, centrally located. It is what it is. Something you film a Clue reboot at or Knives Out 2. I'm with that. That's great. Yeah, I'm saying uh, I'm saying dripping on that one. Most definitely. Um I don't know what this beloved New York Mayor Bill de Blasio thing is, but certainly not know? beloved. This picture, oh my God! You mean where he showed up to a press conference looking like every cop from a college campus ever? Like, <laughs> bro, the fuck? This looks like the resource officer at your high school. That's like, hey kids, don't do drugs. Marijuana is yeah. super bad. Like a I, rap video in front of graffiti. I kept, I kept clicking and like zooming in on it. Uh, and I'm sure you two can attest this just because the way that memes were across, like, this can't be real. Like, this isn't a re this can't have happened. Like, this what feel, the fuck this are you feels doing? like what you would see in the subway for like a ad for gentrification. Like, hey, <laughs> get out of here, darkies. <laughs> oh, this is our block now. <laughs> Moving well, further just, east. I don't want to steal someone. Someone else said this joke, but someone was like, Keith Van Horn looks weird. <laughs> DJ, you could have rolled with that. The internet would have never found out. I know. Out. I know. Good for you. I'm hey, trying to good man. You're a good man. You're a good the, man. Bro, this just cements that the Knicks are back. And the Knicks are always New York's team. <laughs> because the fuck is this? So, yeah. There you go. What, what do you got next, Joe? Um, Sabrina Ionescu. Hmm. Who's played a record a triple-double in the WNBA history at 23 years old. Obviously has the record for college basketball. Rocking with some Kobe fives. 
Look, yeah. I'm a square. I don't buy new shoes. I have some Gucci loafers just to stun on the young kids. But I'm going to say, if, if where would you dig? Those look baller. I don't know if those really match her outfit combo, but I get kids nowadays don't care. So it's fine. Yep. Doesn't matter. Kobe fives. I mean, Kobe's all the colorways coming out. I, I don't know what Nike's doing. Not I mean, in respect to them. I work for them now and it's great. But like they got to figure out this Kobe stuff. Okay. All the players want it to happen. Uh, AD was wearing a whole nother Nike shoe that they were trying to make his signature shoe. And he said since, you know, F it, I want to go back to the Kobe's been wearing Kobe's. And also, yeah, there are only certain players who really deserve to wear those Kobe's and Sabrina is at top three on that list. Absolutely. Like I bowed down to her, like legit have watched every game this season that the Liberty have played in. It's incredible. She's incredible. I mean, yeah, she is must-see TV. The connection that she has with that family is so special. So to see her in Kobe's doing and playing at the level she plays, incredible. Uh, I, CJ, I mean, I completely agree. The Kobe's were my absolute favorite shoe. It, it seems a little bit uh, – it seems genuinely sad that that dynamic may come to an end. So hopefully uh, everything gets worked out and ironed out there. But, uh, yeah, that, that Sabrina's the fucking best. So – Zach, it's, it's near nearing my bedtime. Mm. We want to crown a, a commenter of the day. I, have, I mean, I'm gonna go smoke marijuana and celebrate. Okay, I'm not gonna. Oh, 100. <laughs> 100. I'm gonna go. I have a cigar upstairs, and I'm gonna go. And I don't know what I'm gonna drink. Maybe I'll drink a white claw with it. Who knows? Maybe a Miller Lite. Zach, that would make you a claw occasion. Okay, just keep that in mind. <laughs> oh God. Yeah. What do we got? Oh yeah. First of all, I, I do want to say. Uh, here, sorry, I just don't want to mess this up. Before we go, we're going to crown our commenter of the day. It is LB Sam Mills for his Steve Buscemi comment. Uh, uh, LB Sam Mills, go ahead and open up the DM so we can send you or hit us up so we can send, make sure to send you your stuff from Taste of Chicago. They have good stuff and they hooked me up with all the glizzies my heart can desire. So we, I appreciate these people, Joe. They, they came through for me. I came on here. And hey, bullying works. Zach, it, doesn't. it doesn't, Zach, because I'm, I'm waiting for my <laughs> I'm just going to be real. Where are my lobster tails? At this point, do I got to go to Chicago and talk to somebody? I want to devour some more Lou Malnati's. I want my lobster tails. I want my blue cheese encrusted filet, my horseradish encrusted <laughs> filet. I'm about to order some crab legs. They keep messing with me. Bro, uh, hey, the food that showed up for me, delightful. I was actually disappointed that I didn't think I had to take it out and thaw it up tonight so that I had something delicious to eat during the game. That's the only bad part. That's the only thing you got. I had the the ribs. I have the pizza. I got the glizzies. I should have been smarter. But for Friday, I'll probably get that that done. We were working on a glizzy cam that's, like, mounted to the hot dog that I'm eating so we can show that to the good people. We'll see if that comes through. But LB Sam Mills, make sure to open up the uh, DMs. If we can show that comment of the day. Zach, owner of Glizzy Island. You know what? Yeah. Bob Schwartz, Bob Schwartz has entered the chat. Bob Schwartz has oh, entered is the he chat. in here? Oh, no. Yeah, Bob did an interview or something recently. Bob yeah. is a legend. For those that don't know, Bob is Zach's chat. Yeah, Bob and Amy, I heard really getting it. Son, I want one of those. Hey, I have a whole cheesecake I'm going to bring up to Ojai this weekend, all right? Bring him some edibles, Zach. I want you to bring <laughs> your, your family some edibles, record it. Hey, they have edibles there. They don't need me to bring any. I'll tell you that, all right? Sorry, mom and dad. I don't mean to, to dime you out like that, but they, they know what's up. So anyway, appreciate you guys staying on late with us tonight. 
Appreciate uh, CJ. CJ coming through. You got a show. Wake up basketball is gonna be straight yeah. on Twitter. Yep. Jefferson. Is it Los Poyos? Los Poyos TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Los. Everyone calls him Los. But yeah, we okay. actually we're supposed to prepare uh premiere tomorrow, but we're technical difficulties. You guys know how hard this stuff can be. Great oh, yeah. crew behind every good show. So we're working out the kinks. Premiere next uh Thursday, uh 9 a.m. uh Pacific. But yeah, it's an NBA morning show that we're letting the chat like you guys kind of produce themselves. Like we're only gonna talk about the shit that people want to talk about. And it's probably going to get off the rails because it's Twitch uh, and, and it's crazy. Richard Jefferson, Los, it's going to be a fun time. CJ, you're gangbanging at breakfast. You're gangbanging at breakfast. I'm, I'm going to get up and try and, you know, I, you know, I have children, so I have a window from like seven to nine where I get finally get a good nap in. But we're going to have both in. you guys on, I promise. I'm, I'm hey, I'll, I'll be in the chat talking all sorts of nonsense. That's usually my like reading and reviewing the internet time. So that is a show that's going to guide me through that is very welcome. And I uh, can't wait to see it, man. Very, very excited. Love it, guys. I love seeing everybody. We're killing it. Appreciate Keep forward in the game. Fans. Cry. Tissues. Warriors fans, get some tissues. <laughs> Just put oh. them under your eyes. You're going to have bags in your eyes in the morning. It's fine. Cucumbers. <laughs> and your, your tears tasted like gentrification. So I don't know oh. if you gave your tears and they got redeveloped or what happened. But hold this L for you guys. This L is for you. LeBron James took your soul, a 36-year-old man that you tried to act like was in his prime still. He's washed. He's not. Hold these. We'll be back Friday, though. Hey, Steph, let me know if you need a realtor in L.A. I got some people. <laughs>